Hi everyone, and welcome to the latest episode of um, this podcast. Um, if you are joining from Facebook, from um, YouTube, uh, well, we currently don't have videos for you, but um, the audio will will be uploaded regardless. And if you are, uh, if you are, if you are listening to this from your your podcast, uh, your Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, um, on Spotify. Please remember to share with others on on Apple Podcast. You can give this a five star if you like it, so that others also can um, can can also just um, they can see this and they can benefit from it. All right, thank you for um, your comments, your feedbacks. Um, it's been positive and um this is coming a little late because uh, the past one week has been a bit hectic but uh we are here regardless all right and um today we are going to be discussing what i'm going to be talking about miracles um to start with that um even though i, I try to stay away for now uh, because we haven't actually gotten to the point where um, we we establish the authority of the scripture and uh, and confirm the historicity of Jesus Christ, which we'll be doing in the next episode. Then going on forward, we'll be making lots of references to the Bible because uh, I believe the Bible is the one most important book in the history of mankind and you will see why um, that is a whole lot of worldviews or religion or um, basically different worldviews are stolen from um, the Bible so uh, that is why I, I believe strongly uh, in the historicity uh, the accuracy the inherency and the authority of the scripture everyone should have um, a view of what the Bible actually says. All right. So um, today I will. I'm, I'm actually starting with a scripture. <laughs> well, I did say that I wasn't going to, um, but uh, we've been building towards a particular conclusion, and this is just to make another. Uh, assertion this is just to make another statement um, that aligns with what we are talking about but we are basically still going to prove why that statement is and why i believe this is something that every christian also should pay attention to it is important in this day and age that we pay attention to verses like that because we ha- we have um, a lot of things happening in the Christian body where people don't know what to believe anymore. People don't know their left to their right. They don't know where the error is. They don't know where the real deal is. So it is important that we balance our beliefs. So um, hopefully in this podcast, that is what we'll get into. In the previous podcast, which we made a lot of some, some assertions and um uh, this 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 will, will will continue today, but I feel I felt the last episode we 
I rushed a lot of things trying to get to a certain point but I see there's no need to rush through things. I think it is important that while, while I'm on this podcast, I also walk through my own thought process. Obviously, most times I think I think you might well, uh, through the week and some of the things I've been uh, I've, I had to think about over the years. And then we come on the, on the podcast and I, I basically just uh, combine the sources uh, together and um, you know present as best as I can um, I think going forward there will be much more paced you know not rushing through everything I mean we've got time lots of time to actually get through all these things all right so the scripture that I'm um, actually if you have your Bible you can open to it if you have your phone you can just google it and um, it's just to make a statement and that is in mark chapter 16 verse 20 mark chapter 16 chapter 16 verse 20 now what does it say so it says and they went out and preached everywhere while the lord walked with them and confirmed the word important by the accompanying signs now a lot of people well we made some inference in here um and that is in the original manuscript we have um that statement where it says while the lord walked with there's actually no them in in the older translations of the bible you will see either either the them is idol is italicized or um you have it in square brackets um that is because in the original manuscript it is not there but most translation agrees that um this is referring to the apostles saying that the lord walked with the apostles um while there are some debates around uh in what that um with actually means now in some sphere we have um agreement on Working with the apostles, which are disciples of Jesus, were disciples of Jesus Christ, and in some um, section we do have um, this inferring to working with the word, um, working with and confirming the word, taking the statement literally. Now, um, depending on your um, which one you agree with. I really don't see the point to argue around this because we are still, we are basically still, the meaning is not lost. It's just different people uh, interpreting the scriptures differently. Um, and it is important to directly divide the scriptures. I think this is one of the things that we'll talk about how to how to really interpret the scripture, how to read the scripture and get the, the what the message of the scripture really is we'll talk about exegesis and exegesis at some point and what are the pitfalls the shortfalls the shortfalls of um interpreting the bible exegetically so we will see um those maybe sometimes um in the future but for now um even though there is there there are some argument or, or debate on what this particular statement means um i think the the gist of the word the the crust of it 
the crux of it rather is not lost uh, it still means the same things that the lord is confirming the word even though the word is being preached by the disciples everywhere they went to it was accompanying it with signs now it is important that we see the word signs in there because um, this is something that i feel strongly about uh, signs and wonders um, especially as it relates to um, miracles miracles is a sign and a wonder but there are other things that are signs and wonders and we'll, we'll just unpack them um, very quickly now in the last episode we we made some statements pointing or referencing to certain clues that are left in the universe that points to the existence of God we made mention of the complex design of of, of nature itself, of the universe, the delicate balance of the uni- universe that demands or that points to an intelligent mind behind the, de- the design. Whenever you see any complexity, there is always, uh, well, not not necessarily, com- well, there is, there is complexity, but also the, the putting together of that complex component to make them to work. This usually speaks to, or or, or, or it reflects a personality, reflects a mind behind that particular design. If you open up a wristwatch, or any watch for that matter, and you look at the components that causes that to work together. Now, when you look at the complexity of that, I'm using wristwatch now because that's the closest thing I think everyone has access to. When you look at how the components were put together, it shows you that a mind put together this design, you know, because things, it, they, they couldn't have evolved and, you know, uh, and just be there in nature like that, working together and, um, you know, for a long period of time. That usually infers a design or you open um, any chip. Uh, I'm a software developer, so uh, uh, when when you see applications working or you see any program running or you see any, um, basically everything you interact with from your browser to your phone to your, to different applications on, on your, um, on your, on your devices. Um, we know there's a there's a mind behind the design of the things you interact with. So uh, when 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 you look at all these things, they usually point to a mind that put them together. The same thing in nature. I mean, just look at the complexity of the human body. Um, look at the complexity of nature itself, or the design, the delicate balance that we see in nature. By by the way, the, this design. There are other components also that 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 contributes to it like your the your your the, the constants that we see in nature science has made us aware of most of this constant and why they are there in nature and why even if by the minutest um detail were off um how things could potentially just crumble we we we, we have that proof in nature now all these things point to an intelligent mind that designed um 
nature that designed um, the universe as we know it. Not only do we point to that complex design of nature, we also alluded to the origin of the universe to say, well, the universe is not an infinite um, infinite uh, 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 phenomenon or an infinite um, thing, you know, uh, concept or an infinite doesn't have an infinite existence you see prior to well the recent or latest i won't say read them latest because they have been um, it's been in, in, in circulating it's been um well known for a while now that the universe is not infinite the existence of the universe is not infinite there are different scientific laws that point towards that scientists have um discovered that we have um, the law of um, relativity, we have the singularity theorem by um, um, Hawkins and Penrose, Sir Penrose, um, all pointing to um, a particular point in existence, a, a particular point in, well, we'll say time because time began from that point. But that singularity, that is that that is the whole goal of that singularity um, theory, that um, the Earth constantly, as we look at it, it's constantly expanding, which means if we go back in time to a distant past, at some point in the distant past, everything came into existence from nothing. That is, there was a singular point to which there was the, the space, time, and matter, <laughs> the energy, where they all converged and began to exist so the universe as we know it does have an origin it had it has a, a starting point it was caused into existence and we mentioned and we know from the law of of causality that basically says that everything that begins or that that has a, a, an origin or that begins to exist has a cause uh, a cause meaning that something caused it into existence there was a reason there was there was an initiator that brought it into existence the same principle applies to the universe in the sense that the universe because we know now that the universe has a beginning um another example well uh, another uh, 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 illustration of the law of causality is when you see a mobile phone on the table you don't say the mobile phone um, has been existing for eternity you know uh, there's something that caused it you know that something caused it without anyone telling you that something caused it you know that something caused it um, to happen the same way um, the universe because it has a beginning um, because it has a beginning, something it must have a cause. Something must have caused it into existence, and that thing that caused it into existence must be so powerful to cause something to start existing from absolutely nothing. You know, absolute no thing. There was no thing in existence and yet instantaneously 
something begins to um, began to exist that's when there's um there's the the we 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 have the space time in matter it began to exist from that single point um uh, from that single point onwards we know that the universe then began to exist time began space began matters began to form um, you know, that different scientific law that, like I mentioned, that, that actually illustrated with the Big Bang proved this, um, that at some point there was a point where universe, universe exploded, exploded into being. There's that singularity um, theorem by um, Stephen Hawking and um, Sarah Japan Rose. We have um, the law of relativity, Albert Einstein. That also uh, speaks to these effects to say that, well, at some point in time, space-time and matter, space-time, energy and matter began to exist. Now, that thing that caused it into existence, like I said, must be so powerful that it could cause something to exist from absolutely nothing. Secondly, that thing that caused it into existence must be, well, out of time because it created time. That thing that exists that 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 caused universe into existence must be well immaterial because there was no energy there was sorry there was no matter to constitute um, that thing so that thing um, exists uh, that thing exists uh, immaterial that is doesn't have um, it, it, it's not constitute it's not made up of any matter and obviously that thing must have existed for eternity. That thing must have existed for eternity, meaning, well, if that thing has an origin, then it must have a cause. And we cannot have um, a cause without an, uh, uh, anything that begins to exist without a cause. There must be that first cause that caused that very first thing into existence or that, that initiated the very first existence, that thing must have existed for eternity. Now, when you look at those, the qualities or the attribute of this thing that we talk about, that describes, that is basically how we describe the God. That is how we describe God. You know, God is all-powerful. God is um, is a spirit. That is, is not made of any material. God is, um, it is, uh, um, outside of time it lives outside of time you know even the bible made references to that um that thing is as as existed for eternity that is our god that is that is what we call god you know so that's just another clue to that and we have another clue um that we mentioned in the last episode and that clue is that um we have um uh, 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 there is there is this moral standard that we have in nature that is just there. It is unwritten, um, but yet everyone is everyone knows it. You don't know the details of it, not to its entirety at, at least, but everyone abides by it. Everyone demands it from people, from other people, from the way they treat them, from the way you know. There's that standard of morality that we all. Um, we expect from from others and it's 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 how we define our good and the bad and because we have this standard of morality or which we call natural law of morality that is just there in nature it necessitates that well there's a standard that will appeal to that is outside of 
um, ourselves that we'd appeal to as a, as 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 an objective um, source of good, and of course because we know that good, and of all objective standard of good, because we know that good, it cannot be subjective. Everything that that is not good is then bad. That is how we got our knowledge of good and bad. It is not um, something that is subjective to everyone. You don't go to, there is nowhere you go to that killing another person, killing another human being is not seen as, um, um, uh, is not seen as bad or as evil you know and if if people will say well not everyone believes that some people have been cannibalizing they've been eating another person uh, they've been eating people for for generations before western civilization or whatever reason they they usually put in there um cause them to look at things differently well you attempt to eat another person and you say well let the person that is doing the eatings let that person also be subjected to the same treatment that is well let me offer to eat the person and you will see that this person will not naturally want you to eat them um because it, it, it's just something that it, they agree that it will be wrong for you to eat me even though they are they they can eat other people but because they know that you should not eat me and i should protect myself from you eating me i should not willingly surround myself surrender myself for you to eat me well they are demanding a standard from that external party to say you should treat me differently you know because of that so they understand that it is wrong to eat for, for people to eat them that's why they will willingly surrender themselves to be eaten by other people even though they can do the eating now that is evil they're going against the standard that they won't apply to themselves so in that they know that eating another human being is wrong because they won't willingly surrender themselves except based on religious beliefs and all that um to be eaten even if even, even if it's even if there's a standard of there's a religious belief that that is surrendered to it's still not something that people take lightly um that well you know when they surrender themselves to be eaten so that points to you see that standard that we are that, that, that we that we um uh, uh that that we define or that we hmm, that we use to measure good and bad you see it cannot be subjective and, and everyone just every, every everyone has a knowing of it yeah because it's not subjective that is from it's not subjective to our own interpretation it appeals to a separate standard that is outside of our realm that is outside of our framework you know and that standard has to be objective it has to be objective that it does not change that is where truth that is well it's part of the quality of truth that that that, that, that we mentioned previously also that standard cannot change it has to be something that is outside of this time that's outside of um the universe because the universe how we interpret the universe is very subjective so this standard has to be outside of this universe where it will be objective within the universe so uh, and that is one of the clues that points us to well there is that moral lawgiver um there is that objective standard that we uh, that we all look up to consciously or unconsciously 
and that is something also that the Bible talks about, um, um, that God has placed these laws in our mind so we know good from evil. You know, and even without bringing in the references to the scripture to that, we can tell in there that, well, that's reality. You know, we all know that this, that that even a, a 10-year-old, a 2-year-old, a 1-year-old expects expect certain treatment from others, expects to be treated fairly um, from others. So where does it get the standard from? You know, we know that well from from the theory of the correspondence of uh, the correspondence theory of truth that says that well you can define truth by well anything that corresponds to reality. If that is a reality and we cannot change this, <clears throat> that it must be the truth. Now to our topic today, which is miracles. Now, what? How do we define miracles? And, and it is important that we actually define um, these terms because well. Okay, let me give it a big, a, big, a bit of background in, in why this matters at this point in time. Um, because if there is a God, which we've made reference to, which we've uh, we've tried um, to at least to define that, to 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 point to the existence of of that God. If that God does exist, um, and we have all those natural laws that science has made us understand we have discovered how nature or reality works how the universe works that is what science gives us you know it, science helps us understand the regularity of nature or well helps us understand how nature and reality or the universe really works based on the regularity of nature now regularity speaks to we can expect certain things to 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 perf to work this way because we've observed it and tested it over and over you know in a repeated um uh experiment we've come to the conclusion that this is how this works you know um things like the law of gravity because it's been experimented over and over um that whatever you drop well well whatever you drop will fall well to the ground until something stops it you know, so there are these laws that we've come to understand in nature, uh, and it's it's that that's what we refer to as the regularity of nature. Just like you know, you sleep at night and you wake up in the morning and sunrise, there's sunset and there's sunrise. It is regular. That's how we can say, well, so that's that's what we can define it as sunset and sunrise. That never changes. You know, the same thing with the process of um, seed time and harvest, where you plant a, se a seed, you give it time, it's that it germinates, it grows, and then you have this, uh, it bears fruit, sometimes it raises seeds, and then you plant it again. It's that because it is repeatable, it's a system in place, it is regular, we have become aware of, of this regularity, you know, Another example, another way of looking at this, and this is pointing out towards why we are here, is well, whenever someone stops breathing over a long period of time, they naturally die, right? They naturally die because that is the regular way of doing things. That is the regular way of doing things, you know? every living thing dies you know it can die how do we know they can die because well certain things 
causes them to certain well from an understanding of of how human beings should work if a human being stops working that way like say stop stops breathing their heart stops pumping um over a long period of time then they are dead because that's not normal you know they are dead so that is not normal so we know what's regular we know what's what's not regular perfect now let's go to um let's go to uh, our definition of miracle now if miracles exist if if god exists right if there's a god that is outside of this universe that exists and if there's a god that is that gave the natural laws that defines the regularity of nature are you following me if there's that god that gave the the laws that helps us understand the regularity of nature then that god can suspend the nature that can suspend the law a lawgiver naturally can suspend the law you know legislators in in a country can they decide what is a law and what stops being a law right marijuana was previously contraband because the law was against it a law was put in place to legislate against it so it was declared an outlaw that's a law that was given the the giver of the laws can suspend the law which in most countries in some states have suspended so we know that a lawgiver can suspend um a law so if 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 there are natural laws and they are we know they are not they are unchanging if anything changes it that it suspends it it must be the the giver of that law uh, or the originator of that law that's that can suspend it albeit temporarily and not something that applies that applies to everyone and usually because we know that that is that if if that does happen it's not going to be a regular thing it is not going to be um it is not going to be a, a, a regular occurrence it has to be an exception um to the reality now that constitutes what we mean by miracles a suspension of the regularity of nature that does not occur regularly it is actually a um, um uh, a rare occurrence you know it is not the norm anything that goes against the norm well we would naturally in this scenario well it should be that way because if, if it really does go against the natural law then it's a miracle if it suspends not going against the natural law, if it suspends the natural law then it is um, a miracle now we know well there's been up some objections to 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 miracles in the past um i think uh this is this is something that um the book i don't have enough faith to be an atheist really puts in a in a, a, a it was well uh, attended to in that book but there are two major objections and they've they are the core for actually the the later one um uh, it's 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 been the cause of every single person's uh, objection or disbelief in what we call miracles 
So the, the first objection is that natural laws are immutable, so miracle is not possible. Well, that is not true because um, if we say natural laws are immutable and they cannot be suspended or they cannot change, well, we do it every day, you know, as intelligent beings, we actually also do it every day. Does that mean that we perform miracles every day? No, it just means that we circumvent, we know how to cooperate, how some laws can be superseded by another laws, you know, science made us aware of this so it seems like the law of nature does not affect uh, does not apply but as it does apply we just superseded it with another law example is when you throw a ball up you can catch it before it falls so with that if our definition of um miracle is simply um the law of nature are immutable then that means that we are a miracle worker that we perform that miracle but that's not how um, we view it so that basically just negates uh, or, or, or defeats that argument then the second argument is that the miracles are not credible they are not you see that argument even though it argues for um uh, the 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 it argues against miracle it also argues for miracles because if you say it is not credible you are at least at, well it is not they're saying it's not credible and this was this was popularized by um the man david hume who's done brilliantly in his field like i said people have cont contributed immensely into into uh, um uh, uh, to the body of science, to knowledge, and all that. And, and I feel I should I should quickly take a detour here. Christians, we should not be passive in 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 cultural things, in intellectual uh, on intellectual stage in the marketplace. We have to make our own contributions so that sources will have we, we can we can popularize the christian worldview by contributing more to the cultural wars or the cultural um views we can contribute more on the political scene we can contribute more to uh, in the entertainment which basically it's, it's it's a core of culture we can contribute more when we are uh, in the marketplace um and we are we are thriving we will become a voice in the marketplace now we have to do that because a whole lot of unbelievers are doing that and you 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 enter any bookstore and i mean it's 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 imagine it's it's it's, it's amazing how how much how many books are there um from intellectuals when i say intellectuals it means that you can read up on them yes there are things that you differ on but uh, that well there are things that you can also learn from them they are deep thinkers we need more people in that space especially when it comes to areas where it affects the mind area that affects um, culture area that affects history area that affects um, um, philosophy we need more thinkers uh, with the Christian worldview in that space you know it is important that we, we we engage the culture we engage people that is the work god has given us you know some people will spend their whole lifetime trying to find purpose maybe your purpose is just to write a book you know write a book that that will change someone's um that i will influence someone's um, thought that will influence how someone thinks about it but for you to write that book you must apply yourself in a certain way all right, back from my my quick detour. <laughs> back from my quick detour, we can go back to 
uh, 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 concept of uh, 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 topic today, which is miracles. I was basically talking about um, David, David Hume's arguments that miracles are not credible, and he says they are not credible because there are not um, evidence. There are not enough evidence supporting it. Well, when he means the evidence, the evidence is not that it does didn't happen. The evidence is saying that uh, what well, the evidence has to be overwhelming that it needs to uh, there needs to be overwhelming evidence that that thing did happen. So, well, there are different ways to look at this. Like I said, the book, I Don't Have Enough Faith to Be an Atheist, um, actually covers that really beautifully well. Um, so, so he's not denying that miracles happen. It's just saying that it doesn't happen e- e- enough. Um, it, doesn't, it doesn't happen often, often enough for it to, to be credible. Uh, for for people to believe that in the existence of miracle, now now that defeats the the very definition of miracles. It's something that should be rare. It should not be the norm. It should not be regular. It should be rare. So so if you're saying that um, you want miracles to be repeated, well that will go against the norm. It will go against the regularity of nature. And there, there are lots of things um, that are that are miraculous in the well when i say miraculous we're just saying that we, they, they, they're not miraculous but there are not enough evidence for them uh because they only happen once and it's not the norm um, um so if we are going by that logic that um for something to be credible then it needs to happen more often then then it means that our birth or our origin also how do we prove that our origin really did happen because we were only given birth to once you did not even witness your birth so if it happened once and if you are saying we should not believe that uh, we should not believe anything that only happened once and because it's not credible it needs to happen multiple times for you to believe it but well you were born once you were given birth to once how do we believe that you were even born um well, just think about the, the try to follow the, the chain of thought, you know. So there are some things. What I'm trying to get to is that there are some things that will only happen once, and probably will not become the norm because it should not be the norm, because uh, that violates other things. But it does happen once. In fact, we are living in the biggest miracle ever um, performed, and that is the universe itself. You know, the universe came into being from absolutely nothing. And that only happened once. So, do we say there is no credible evidence to believe that? Absolutely not, because we know there is reality. We know there is a universe. Even though we were not there when the universe came into being, but we believe that the universe came into being. We believe the universe because we are living right in it. So, we are living in the greatest universe uh, miracle ever performed, now the fact that it doesn't it doesn't happen every day doesn't mean that it is not believable or doesn't mean that it does not happen or doesn't mean that well it doesn't exist it does exist now is everything miracles no is everything out of the ordinary miracles is everything out of the regularity of nature miracles no that is why i get to the signs and wonders and miracle like i said miracle is a sign and a one is is part of signs and wonders but not all signs and wonders are miracles now this is why it is important that christians actually 
think about this and we choose what to believe now there's been a lot of things okay i'm taking a detour now for if you're listening you're a non-christian i'm just taking a detour and you can benefit also from this um because it is something everyone is exposed to and this is this 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 frenzy that is happening in the in the body of christ where people just chase miracles everywhere well they chase signs and wonders they chase miracles everywhere i just call it signs and wonders um and the reason why i call it signs and wonders is because well um when you look at the nature of some of the miracles that the the following they are not miracles they are mostly signs and wonders now signs and wonders are anything that points to the irregularity of nature and makes us wonder well that's my definition <laughs> so and we, we see a lot of that around um, i mean we do have magicians we have illusionists we do have uh, and very importantly there is the 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 work of the of of of, of evil you know there is the demonic um manifestations also that is out of um, the regularity of nature, and it was practiced in some in some um, cultural context openly. You know, if you don't believe in demons, if you, if you don't believe in evil powers, well, I won't call them powers, but they are basically abilities that are manifestations of those. Well, you haven't been in Nigeria, you haven't been in my my birth country, you haven't been in 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 West Africa mostly, where we have seen evil. Now, I, I greed. Um, um, the modern um, people in our culture, maybe we don't see it pra- practiced as often, but that, does that mean it doesn't um, exist? It does. You can still go to people um, in our culture with, that practice traditional uh, things, and well, they basically are in touch with different demons. Well, we'll, we'll go through it someday when we unpack that, but I, I don't want to digress too much in here but we do know that there are a lot of things that are not regular in nature but they are signs and wonders now signs and wonders that used to draw people in they usually when they manifest it draws it calls people attention to people wonder now this has been so pervasive also in the body of christ in the sense that people are drawn by signs and wonders now in the bible whenever the bible mentions signs and wonders the bible mostly refers to where uh, things are done to pull in the unbelievers and then when they get pulled in they are then taught the word of god they are preached uh the word of god is preached the genuine word of god is preached that leads to conversion so but what we see now it's different people are chasing after these powers and that's why a whole lot of ministers there's a there's a there's a horde of them um they are getting into because they get the they they they, they put themselves under pressure to perform miracles so 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 they they they, they get into this evil occultic um um, um uh, things and they they this they, they they start performing um what they call miracles what they are really not miracles miracles are only performed from god they are acts of god we'll define them we'll separate them just now but they they basically perform signs and wonders uh, based on different powers mostly from the demonic powers and unfortunately christians that are not grounded they they follow the brouhaha you know the 
the the wonders, the awe that that leads to, and everyone flocks after that. If you are not grounded, you are most likely to fall for that too. It is important that we take back that narrative. That, that we're well, not narrative. We take back um, that 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 power. We take back um, um, the. Uh, that pervasion in the body of Christ and we align people, we teach people properly so that they understand you don't have to chase after miracles. You see, these signs and wonders, they are for unbelievers. Miracles mostly are for believers, you know. Uh, well, miracles are for believers and for unbelievers. We're just saying in most cases, um, when you see people performing signs and wonders, God has given some people the and this is important oh my goodness this is important also um i don't want to get into uh the scriptures just just here this is important because some people are given the gifts to perform miracles you know but does that mean that miracles don't apply to that you can perform miracles you can perform miracles miracles can happen in your life also but does that mean that they control the performance of the miracle absolutely not miracles are always by definition an act of god an act of god and it is subjected to the preference of god to the will of god you know it is an act of god and it is so so they don't have control over it they don't have control over it so don't let anyone deceive you that they perform miracles they don't perform miracles god performs miracles no one performs miracles if anyone if you see any other manifestations of well that contradicts to that contradicts the regularity of nature they will fall into other categories but not miracles miracles are act of god um and usually and that goes back to um, the scripture that we started with, like I said, I don't want to go to, <laughs> I don't want to put a lot of scripture into it until we actually have est- established this. I apologize to people at this point that maybe you don't fully believe in the Bible yet, but I'm jumping ahead of myself. But here's the thing, we'll get to the part where we believe the Bible, but um, we basically, we read the scripture in the uh, in the beginning of the se- of our session that miracles are essentially, uh, sorry, that God performs uh, when when the disciples went out, God, uh, God was working, the Lord was working with them, the, the them in there is debatable, but it was working with, whether them or the word, same thing. But he was confirming the words with miracle. It, this, this is important because throughout the scripture where miracles were recorded, um, God was actually confirming words. So when God perform God performs miracles to confirm a word that he has given to people or to his generation. You see, a lot of people object to 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 miracles in the bible because it doesn't happen today and a lot of people also fall on uh, a lot of people on the other side also fall into the the hypocrisy outside not hypocrisy to the idiocy of trying to perform miracles that are performed if the bible in this age that is you want to go to the edge of the ocean and, and, and part the sea or part the ocean well it will not happen does it mean it cannot happen? It can't happen, but it will not happen. It will not happen because God has not given you a word for a generation to change something. 
God has not given you the instruction to do that. People that did that, did that under the instruction of God. God gave them a word and he confirmed the word by performing the miracle. God gave them a word. He told Moses, well, put your rod um, to, to, to put his word in, the, in, the, uh, in that um, sea. And the sea parted at the instruction of God. God told him to do that. And because God is trying to, God, God was convincing, was confirming Moses and the word he has given to Moses to the Israelite, he performed those miracles. Now, so if you don't see um, seas parting or or a whole lot of other really mighty miracles performed in the, in the Bible or fire coming down from heaven to consume um, wet offerings. That's because there's no need for God to do that now. There is no need for God to do that now. Does that mean that God doesn't do it? God does miracles. You know, God does miracles. And, and, and mostly when it's, but like I said, it's, it's confirming words with miracle. Now, do we need to believe in miracles? We believe in miracles because God exists. <laughs> Not because of the acts, really. So, to believe in miracles, because we know, well, we to some extent, if you believe that there is a God that exists, then miracles are possible. So we should believe in miracles, even though it's not, it's not the it's not the regular, it's not the norm. But we should believe in miracles because there's a God that exists, a God that makes makes us understand that that has put laws in place that define the regularity of nature. He can suspend that so we can be we believe in miracles because god exists not because of what people have done we believe that it is possible for things to happen that we cannot explain and call and at because the act of god because it there is a god that leads us outside the universe you know now when when we read when we read scriptures when we read parts of the scriptures where joshua was stopping um the sun from setting and all that we know now what how that happened uh there are a lot of things that we can explain now does that mean that people will say um there is um there is um what's that and that that's not possible and all that but there are records in history even in mayan history that they they, they all made references to a day some made a ref depending on the side of the world that you that they were on um in the bible it was recorded well Joshua didn't want, he realized that when it was late at night, then the opposition were, were winning. So he, he basically spoke to the sun, the sun to stop. Now to him, the, the sun was moving and they were static. So, see, it doesn't matter whether he understood at that time, even though, well, the belief then was wrong, but it was human being. At that point in time, they didn't know that the sun wasn't moving, but he, he commanded the sun to stop. Now, did the sun really stop? Well, no. The sun didn't stop, but at that time, God suspended the regularity of nature, which would mean a lot of things that could have happened then. Maybe the earth stopped rotating because there were corresponding actions on the other side of the globe. Some people in, in, in ancient history, they recorded that they recorded a certain day in some where the sun never set and some where the the sun, the sun never rose you know not never rose because eventually it, there was sunrise but then they had really almost a day where the sun did not rise so 
there, there are proofs in history that confirms um, acts like that. Now, that could only have been God. You know, God confirming um, the word given to a particular person. Now, um, to come to the different irregularities, I, I guess I made all that speech, well, all that statement just to, to, to say that when you when you view miracles, don't view miracles based on the acts performed by a single person. Believe that miracle is possible because God exists and God controls these miracles. You know, he can perform miracle because he's the giver of well, whatever we see to be natural. So he can suspend that law. <laughs> I thought about something now, which we'll talk about when we are confirming, when, we, when we're discussing who Jesus is and um, how, how uh, Jesus demonstrated that he is God because he basically performed the miracles. He performed miracles and that confirmed that he is God. So miracles actually will confirm uh, Jesus Christ as God. Anyways, so do we believe in miracles? We believe in miracles because God exists and uh, because he's the giver of the regular laws, he can suspend them so that um, uh, to, and usually we're saying that he does miracles to confirm uh, his words. So what does that mean for Christians? What it means for Christians is um, I believe in miracles and I believe miracles happen. I've seen some irregular things happen. Um, which I can only attribute to the act, act of God, but to a, a regular believer, you believe in miracles. God exists and he performs miracles. Only God performs miracles. Don't chase after signs and wonders. God performs miracles. If God has given you a word, God is going to confirm his word to you. Now, God doesn't necessarily need to confirm his word to you by performing miracles, um, but it can move things in nature to achieve to confirm the words for you. It is not in all cases that God will open up the heavens and things like that will happen. Uh, uh, we'll talk more on, on, on this these things because I feel we need to properly define most of this. Ooh, there's still so much I want to talk about on miracles. And um, I see that I have spent a lot of time talking about uh, that. Um, well, just quickly, the other types of miracles that are uh, not miracles, there are other types um, that we do see. Now, not all, not all things that we can explain are miracles. We can call them unusual events. And if you go through the book of uh, that, that uh, I don't have enough faith to be an atheist also document some of this and and this is why some people get it confused because we call everything miracles we basically refer to everything as miracles no not everything is a miracle not no not all um not all unnatural events are miracles um but miracles do, does exist now we do have uh, it's, they, they, they classify them into six uh, basic categories, which I think it is important for us to understand also. And the first one is anomalies. Well, they describe anomalies as freaks of nature. Now, these are anomalies. Now, um, uh, a trait of this. So, how they've broken this down, I think everyone should just, everyone should should read this book. It's It's, it's amazing. Um, uh, and not they're not the only one that covered this. I just like how they they phrased it. They basically tabular, um, 
tabularized it. Uh, I'm going to take a screenshot of this and post them, um, I think, on the social media, maybe on Facebook, on Twitter, or just that table, not a screenshot of the table. So um, I, don't, I don't want to steal intellectual properties. Um, but that, that particular one, I think we can make reference to. Um, we have anomalies, which are freaks of nature. Um, the power behind it is basically physical power that is, it, it's, it's nothing, um, there's nothing supernatural about it. It's just, um, it's not how things should be. An example of that, oh, the trait, uh, this, this is under normally, they have natural event with pattern. An example is bumblebee. Now, not naturally, bumblebee, they're not supposed to be able to fly because of the weight and the wings, the, the size of the wings and all that does not really make sense, but does happen. That tricks of nature, right? It does happen. Um, there are people that are born with both um, sexual organs. It does happen. It's not a miracle. It's just anomalies. Freaks of nature. It does happen. Um, they are not supernatural beings. You know? They are physical beings. They, are, they just go against nature. And um, they, they go against the natural pattern of things. Now, there's, there's another unusual event called magic. Now, magic is possible because magic basically we can describe it as sleight of hands and that's why we refer to them as illusionists and magicians we refer to magicians and illusionists we know what they are doing is unnatural but also it is not supernatural because it's just well they play tricks they use tricks and the power is basically human power with a trait unnatural and it is man-controlled. An example of that is pulling a rabbit out of a of a hat. Now we have lots of illusionists like putting a uh, that we see online. Like you know, you have your Chris Angel. You have a whole lot of others illusionists. They are basically magicians. They control what you see. You know, they control what you see. They so it's not supernatural, even though they make it. Um, same that way and that's why a lot of people are drawn to that because we are drawn to we have uh, if it is out of the ordinary it kind of gets the attention of people you know so but there's no supernatural power behind that except for those that well maybe they struck a deal um well there's also that so that's not miracle they're not performing miracle they're performing magic they're performing tricks and then we have psychosomatic. Now, this is this 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 is huge because a lot of people have asked, has attributed they, they've called this miracles. Example is yoga. Uh, uh, yoga specifically, um, people it's basically mind over matters. You know, and the description of that is mind over matter. The power is mental. That is, it changes how you think about things. changes how you think about things mind over matters now um the trait it requires faith and it fails for some sickness uh it requires faith because and that's why it seems like a religion because it's 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 almost spiritual in nature but it there's nothing spiritual about it it's just in the mental realm now i've seen a whole lot of this um um happen and even though christians sometimes we also um characterize this as miracles now does that mean that god does not heal sicknesses no but but not all sicknesses are supernaturally healed you know, you're having an headache you prayed sometimes we we 
God uses our mental state to also perform these things. So in that sense, uh, some people can also do yoga and miracles and, and that healing will come. Because, well, if you can, you, you can train your mind to focus on something else that can lead to other symptoms from disappearing. Now, uh, this, 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 I feel maybe this, we, I need to have a separate segment on this because psychosomatics is very, very important that we understand the differences between that because that's because it happens in the mental realm. It's very easy to deconvert people that you know you are having pains in your back and all of a sudden you did yoga and the pain disappeared, then you feel yoga is the way. No, no, no. It is just mind over matter. There's nothing supernatural about it. If we if we come out and we say that now, you can spend years trying to pray, praying to God to take the pain away, and God doesn't take the pain away. It doesn't mean that God doesn't exist. It doesn't mean that miracle doesn't exist. It just means that well, God really doesn't owe you a, a miracle. Um, it doesn't owe you a miracle. I, I think we need to say that. I need to say that again. God does not owe anyone a miracle. It doesn't owe you a miracle. Because it is important that I say that again. God does not owe you a miracle. <laughs> it's it's shattering some things also in me. Now, does that mean that I should not believe for the miracle or that I should not lay claims to, to miracle? I can't lay claims to miracle. Mm, let me get into it at this point um, because that is more, is more, is more. Go through. Uh, all right, let, let's refocus. So, so you do yoga and then the pain disappears, um, and uh, you. Some people deconstruct. You know, they they feel well. That Jesus thing, that God thing, maybe it's not so real, and maybe I should focus in. I, I should practice yoga. There's, well, I. I, I Okay, this this gets tricky. I don't have a problem with you doing yoga. You should exercise, you stretch your body, you should calm your mind, you should focus your energy. Well, energy really. There is energy in human, that's a soul. Um, but um, there's no focusing on yourself. You focus on God. Uh, this That's why it gets tricky. But those acts in themselves, they are not bad. You should do them. But then the ideology behind them is very dangerous, you know. So that's why you see, maybe it's we don't recommend you focus on the ideology. You can focus on the fixing the, the physical exercise of it, um, but don't focus on the ideology because if you focus on the ideology, then you get trained into believing in yours, your 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 uh, there's an internal energy that flows. There's all this nonsense that that teaches so so, so the, the physical act in itself it's not it's not bad but it's basically in the mental realm you know you're training you you you, you performing certain things that that causes as the cause and effect certain actions can can have a corresponding effect in the body so any any psychosomatic healing is not supernatural it is in the mental realm they are changing we are changing how you think um, uh, uh, and because it changed how you think, uh, it, it's it's 
we cannot fully explain some of these things like i said that the, the, there's a complexity to nature you know and mostly this is an example of it i mean we we we, we have seen um sad things like that in nature that that you cannot you cannot you cannot explain like like uh i look for i, I think i had this example now in my mind and it just escaped me um it just escaped me now and this is this is an example of mind over matters where people train themselves um to believe in something that, yeah there's uh, yeah an example is you know some people some people actually when you are bitter when you are bitter that means your mind your mental health your mental state is in it is in, is in the negative it 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 causes um health issues it causes health health issues uh, issues because there are certain things that get secreted that shouldn't be secreted, you know. There are lots of um, the research um, I'm sure on that, um, but that's not this is not a segment for that. But if if negative thoughts or negative mental state causes um, health issues, then positive states can cause positive things to happen in the body so that's basically the theory behind the mind over matter which is the psychosomatic um, healing some healings that we see are like that but it doesn't work for all healings it does require faith that that will work it requires you to refocus your mind on something else but that 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 does happen next we have satanic signs so like i said satan does perform signs we do have demons that demonic um, we do have signs that have demonic demonic powers behind them it is possible example a description description is evil power um, the power behind it is psychic, and the trait is is evil, falsehood, cult or cult, and they are limited. Example are demonic influences. We see that also, unfortunately, also in the body of Christ today. I mean, in South Africa here, we there were there was there were people um, um, that were eating snakes, you know, spraying dooms. That's not miracles. That's just nonsense. You know, that's by by trait of it, it is. It is it is ridiculous it is ridiculous god doesn't need to prove um we, we don't need to prove you don't need to do that sign to prove god that does not prove god god will not choose to prove himself that way you know causing people to eat snakes causing them to 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 drink or to 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 consume doom and all that no and we see a lot of that happening around again unfortunately people like people get drawn to the signs and it's just demonic it is satanic it is satanic in nature then we have um other unusual events we do have providence now this is god using the natural forces like i said remember i did say that uh, uh um i mentioned it uh try to remember what i said just a few minutes ago uh, when i said god does not necessarily need to perform miracle to confirm a word for you but sometimes he orchestrates the natural nature the natural forces and things that happen naturally he manipulates them so that it it it, it achieves a particular purpose so these are pre-arranged events it's it, the power behind it is divine in power it is not natural but it is divine that it was caused by god now this is called providence let me say by divine providence this is god using our natural um things 
to confirm or to to uses that for different purposes the power behind it is not is divine and trait is it can be naturally explained it can be naturally explained it's got a spiritual context to because we can naturally explain them we won't call them miracles okay let's look at it like this right during the wars of um, between the British and and, and 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 the early American founders, well, the generation then, <laughs> there was a time, uh, there was a point in the war, uh, a time in the war where the British, the British, are uh, completely surrounded the American troops, but the American troops. Knowing they, they they are completely surrounded, they pray to God that God should deliver them. That if God is really behind their cause, that God needs to save them. You know, so they made plans and they slipped through the the. You can read you can read about four God Normandy, and and you will get uh, you get this put in proper proper context. They were able to escape because a massive fog just happened. You know, there was a massive, massive fog that prevented the British troop from seeing the American troops escape. <laughs> Amazing. You know, they were escaping, but they couldn't see them escape because there was that massive fog. Now, fog is a natural phenomenon. It can't happen. We can naturally explain that there was a thick fog, but why did it happen at that point in time where they needed to escape? <laughs> you know? So things like that can happen. It can be naturally explained, but because it just happened to favor you at that point in time it is divine in nature that is god naturally orchestrating natural events to favor you you know we will see a lot of that because god can do that it just so happened in some case that the marker or the per the examiner is so disposed that day so happy was in a good mood read through your comments naturally it could have given you well maybe 10 points but that day it just felt like hmm, giving you 12 points now that extra two points just happened to push you over the 15 percent um point and you pass the course it's possible guys these are natural events that can happen people can be extremely motivated to assist you they naturally are not predisposed to assisting you, but on that particular day, while you are there, they were in a position and they actually felt like assisting you. It is it it can be naturally explained, but that is God causing things to work in your favor. So, is it miracle? No, that is divine providence. Now we have miracles. Miracle is a divine act by nature. You will notice in the providences they call the power behind it divine because it is orchestrated by God. Miracles is a divine act 
it is supernatural in nature. It goes contrary to the norm. Dead man rising from the dead is not natural. That is not providence. It cannot be naturally explained. It doesn't make sense. But it happened. It has happened. Um... So, 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 so you see, you see the difference between what I, what I, just, the providence and miracles. They are out. They are controlled by God, um, but miracles is not the same thing as divine providence. You know, miracles is dead man rising. Miracle is seas parting. When you see a sea part, that's a miracle. You know, it goes, it defies logic. The power behind it, it's supernatural and the trait never fails. It is immediate. It lasts and glory is always given to God. No one can take the glory for that. You know, you have seen at some point at, in some ministry, they've raised the dead to life. But it is not something they do every single day because they don't control it. It is God at that point in time wanting to control, con confirm them in front of certain audience or to certain people or certain word that he has given them that he performed the miracles through them. So even though people are given the gift of miracles, God chooses who to heal, who the miracles works for. So I think we'll go deeper, we'll, go, we'll touch down that a bit. Uh, I feel I haven't done enough on, on, on all this, but I think for now, um, yeah, that's we, we we can we can pack it for now, and someday we'll we'll, we'll resume here, and uh, we'll have some fun with it. All right, I'll see you in the next episode, guys. Uh, keep sharing and subscribing to this um, podcast, and you can share with people also um, so that they can benefit from this. I'll see you next episode. Stay blessed.